0: Welcome to Automation Advocates, a show where we will talk about automation, manufacturing, and meet some of the personalities that are involved in the industry and get their perspectives. We hope you enjoy listening as much as we enjoy creating. Thanks, and here's the show.
1: Ba-da-ba, we're here. Hello, hello, hello.
2: Ta-da. I want to railroad this thing right away. <laughs> yeah, but we didn't even announce the topic yet. Yeah, it's automation related. Um... <laughs> So, like, we're in this parenting little game we're playing right here because there's a said child in said room. Oh, yeah, my daughter's here. We have a studio studio audience today. For
0: sure. Yes, live studio And the dog, both. (laughs) And
2: the topic of the day, again, as my road proceeds, um, is over-automating things. And I want to over-automate parenting.
0: By the way, before you get too far, thank you, Ryan Crabb, for the show
1: idea. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you.
2: So what I want to do is I want to over automate parenting by saying, okay, here's a box and these are the four tasks and then I'll have a vision system set up in my house to validate said tasks and I'll have like a, um, um, a selector switch limit switch, excuse me, on the on the uh, dishwasher and then pressure sensors in all the shelves. Okay. Okay. Like, but
1: like weight. You k- need like weight. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to plates.
2: that the weight in the dishwasher is, has been transferred to the shelves. Okay. You with me?
0: Amazon does that to auto order
2: uh, Tide Pods for me. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. But I want to do it in my kitchen. I need a new kitchen. Yeah. So, so then the key is is when said tasks are done, like there's also a load cell under each. The recycling and the the garbage. garbage. Okay.
1: Okay. I'm with you. Okay.
2: And there's a corresponding load cell in the garbage can, wirelessly connected to my home network. Okay. Okay. This is how over automated my dream is. Okay. So anyway, so now we've got garbage. We've got cleanliness because the overall scan vision system, right? We've got, which then parlays into the automated robot to vacuums. Mm -hmm. Right. And then we've got, the garbage taken out, I said that, the dishwasher, mm-hmm. and and maybe we could scan the bathroom for cleanliness as well.
1: Stuff on the floor.
2: But we have to do it safely, right? There ha- can't be any occupants in there when the scannings happen, right? Safety. Well,
0: you, occlusion would be the bigger problem because you Thank wouldn't you. see. Word of the day. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs>
1: Brought to you so by. So that's,
0: that's when an object is hidden on the other side of an object and you take a picture and you're like, oh, I can't see what's on the other side of that thing. So then you might squish it. Correct. Or not.
2: Correct. So then when those tasks are fulfilled, right, because the system's automated this, right, and the kid is actually, mm-hmm. I don't have to tell the kid to do anything anymore Correct. because the kid can't get what the kid wants until the tasks are fulfilled because then the box opens when you've completed the With dishwasher, the, wa- <laughs> the garbage, you've cleaned the bathroom, and you've cleaned the said living room spaces, and it's all empty, well, then the box opens and the Wi-Fi Bicone. turns on yep. and, the, and, the, <laughs> and the remote, uh, you know, the remote to the Xbox, the remote to the TV is now available. And then every night you have to turn it back in. This is my ideal world of over over automation. We started this, we, FYI, behind the curtain for those who plan playing at home, we talk about show ideas before the, the said recording sometimes it's weeks sometimes it's hours but the point is everybody came into this i'm gonna bet the three of us all initially had a negative connotation to over automation
1: yes i did
2: <laughs> i mean that, <laughs>
1: <Primarily>. <laughs> that kind of space, yeah.
2: charlie's
0: pointing at me shrugging like come on, come on now bring it
2: come on. well
0: and, and i guess Just that a yes was or kind no. of the... yes or no yes or no but that's what, the, the, like, the over meant it was over. Correct. Not like the correct amount. Correct. It was But over.
2: I'm just saying, just as we're starting the theme music today, mm-hmm. I found a positive connotation.
1: For over-automation. For
2: over-automation. I like it. That's all I'm trying to do.
1: But is it? I like it. Heck yes. yes. You know how many times I repeat myself? Because how many, we're going to hit 8
2: billion people in November? Well, Well done, world. And there's nobody doing what I just came up with. Yeah. No. Nobody's doing that. <laughs> no. Nobody's watching their bathrooms to make sure they're clean by their kids. They're paying to people have people clean their bathrooms. If they have enough money, yeah, yeah. they're doing that. So they're not going to go. I mean, what did that system just cost that I drew up there? Ballpark. 190 maybe 35 if you get it all used. Well, every load sells probably what? A couple hundred bucks. At least.
0: At least. Plus you the little to them. Calibrate it, which will come just- back. Yep. Yep. That'll be... <laughs> Way to come full circle on that.
2: I just tag
0: Justin, just record it and be done. Um, yeah, I mean,
2: probably a thousand bucks a shelf, correct? Then you got the, the remote load cell that's two thousand dollars in the garbage cans. Hey, Ellie, how many shelves are in the kitchen? One, two, three, four that hold dishes, just to hold dishes. That's all you got to worry about. Let's call it like 20, sure. But I know a guy, Minnesota measurement. They'll hook you up sure. with load cells on a deal. Mm-hmm. Call Mark.
0: She's she's flashing the double fives as if it's 10 shelves. So I might do bad math. Um,
1: good thing you're good looking. Oh, the, those <laughs> are the. Hey, the you cabinets, could put a load the cell on the, on the
2: countertop. And if the countertop had too much crap on it, boom.
0: That doesn't happen here at Camp Garski. Box, <laughs> box
1: doesn't
2: open. Box doesn't open.
1: And the best part we watch any kids try and troubleshoot what piece they missed to get the box to open. Did we check all the shelves? Did we check all the garbage? Did we do the dishes? What else did we not do? I never have to hear, dad. Yeah, right?
0: Or you get the ones that are crafty, and I think your son has this potential. You're going to come home someday, and he's going to have an oxy torch, trying to figure out how to cut open said box. <laughs> That's fine. Because it just didn't work today, yeah, and I, I don't can, know why. I can
2: parent at that
1: level. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Were so you up wearing until then. Yeah, safety yeah, glasses. Yeah, 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 yeah. Were yeah. you like doing it outside? Destroying property. Yeah, you lose yeah. said yeah. Wi-Fi. No yeah. problem. Yeah. I,
2: mean, I can MAC address you out any day of the week, right? Oh. But I cleaned
0: everything and I put it away and it still wasn't open. Yeah, so I had to fix had the problem.
2: Yeah, exactly. yeah. Go for a run, buddy. Yeah. Oh, I bought you a bike. Man. Right? <laughs> so my point is, is nobody's doing that. Nobody's over-automated like that. It's too expensive. Correct. They just, they parent better. They hire a nanny. They uh, get a cleaning person. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know.
0: Bribes work too.
2: Sure. And I try that. Sure. You know, I have offered my four-year-old now get rid of the diapers at night. I've offered her $50. The other night I was really weak and I offered her $200. I was like, do you know you could buy dude, so many popsicles? You can text me and I will come to it for $200. No, 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 no. You, she has to go to the bathroom and she yeah. she, she, wears a diaper still. It's, it's okay. It's oh, normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, there's no shame in it. Yeah, no, she doesn't want to pay the diaper fairy anymore. Gotcha. So these are different tasks, man.
0: I thought you were talking like to haul them out to the curb.
2: No, no, no. A four-year-old doesn't carry their garbage out. That'd be crazy.
0: Well, that's where I was quadruply impressed. But then I was like, well, hey, if the getting's good, I'll come carry your garbage
2: out. 200 bucks, (laughs) huh?
1: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That's
2: hilarious. So what's your example of over-automation? Because I've railroaded now for the first 10.
0: My struggle with over-automation has to do with the expertise that the task is automating. Um, Mm -hmm. So the first one that came to mind as I was thinking about this was machining, right? So we have tools out there, um, Mastercam being one of them. And Mastercam is amazing. So you drop your three-dimensional part that you've created in SolidWorks or Inventor or yeah. Whatever. Katia. Blender, Katia, sure. And you drop it into the workspace and you say, hey, here's the tools that are in my machine tool, right? I've got a quarter inch round end mill. I've got roughers. I've got fly cutters, whatever. You tell it what kind of machine you're running here. And then you say, cut my part. And it just does everything, right? Like it calculates all your tool paths, spits out a G and M code, you know, RS274 and huzzah, you can cut parts. Could it cut all the gates and risers off a heavy bike? One hundred percent.
2: How much is this thing?
0: Well, that's just the software.
2: Oh, so you still need you the
0: hundred and fifty to million dollar machine? Six tool. Axis?
2: Uh It'll do six. Sure. Do we do that, or do you do the Kuka robot with the rotary uh, end on it? The six-axis for the that. heavy bike example. Yeah. Um,
0: I don't know. I, you could probably do it with the Kuka. 'Cause
2: Craft Pattern Mold, they're doing the machining on the heavy bike and they uh should be last week in July. Um, they have several Haas machine sensors. Are Correct. they running the same software there? Typically, yeah. So I mean four or five axis stuff.
0: Yeah. So MasterCam will post to any machine tool out there, right? So if you're running So what's the Mazak seat of that go for them? or give me an idea. Is that a five figure number? Uh yeah, probably. Yeah. But again, the people that do the cutting will do that for you, right? So think of it I as know, a slicer I wanna, for I 3D print. I want my own.
2: You buy, you buy hog lights. I want to buy a machine I center. I do have hog lights. Sweet. Yeah. Um, like, so, how many hog lights can you get for a machine center with uh, this cam software?
0: We could probably make hog lights then.
2: <laughs> yeah. We my. could kill a lot of Chinese sales, which is, you know, my dream.
0: Those, I think, are made in Texas.
2: Congratulations.
0: And in, in America. Um, but the components. problem is, uh, probably not. Right. I mean, LEDs don't get made here. Sure. Um, so let, let's just suppose you do this five-axis machining, right? Let's say we're going to cut a screw for a wake surfing boat, right? So it's a contour.
2: We're doing all this magic. The screw is the thing that actually pushes the boat through the water, folks. Propeller. It's on the end of the drive shaft of yes. the motor. Mm-hmm. It's not a screw that you use with Captain Phillips or Correct. Mr. Flathead. Correct. So it's, it's a little bit of a complex thing, and it would
0: be difficult to program that by hand. They're generally cast. Uh, could be.
2: To my knowledge.
0: Could be. I saw one today that was 3D printed. It was super weird. Um, anyway, so let's say you're, you're cutting this exotic contour. If something goes wrong with that part profile... If something goes wrong with the feeds and speeds of the cutters, right? Like, there's a lot of inherent knowledge on how to make chips out of aluminum and steel and yeah, titanium. You can't, you can't run
2: right through that. The the, the Billy Bob, my cousin down in Kansas City, he won't he won't understand what you mean by make chips. Uh, so chips as, as the waste, folks. Yeah, so like if block you're going to drill... So you can get said screw, yeah, a like propeller, out of a block of aluminum. So you start with a one-foot cube block of aluminum. Correct. And you're going to start tool whittling the back pieces of off. And it...
0: Right.
1: That's the technical term. And there's
0: coolant flying everywhere, and it's gnarly, and it's violent sometimes. But and it's
2: completely encapsulated. Everybody's safe. Totally. You, you can yeah, watch yeah, yeah. the Super Bowl next to our it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um. But again, the problem is what happens when something goes wrong, right? So, Mastercam allowed you buy more aluminum. <laughs> well,
2: and some,
0: and some machine, and ads. just hit go again. Yeah. So I have a car stereo story I'll come back to that has ties to that. We'll come full circle here, but I'm not ready to railroad yet. Okay. Um, or I am on the tracks and I'm not ready to diverge. The the problem is again the expertise, right? So there's there's some science and there's some tribal knowledge and some magic on feeds and speeds and work holding, right? Like, but I if, thought the
2: cam software was so magical, it just did that. It it does a really good job, but it's not perfect, oh, right? So you, that's where you have an operator who's talented.
0: Yeah, yeah, because it. right. So let, let's. I, I grabbed a notebook here that's roughly I don't know. Let's call it ten inches by six inches. If I'm going to cut this. I go grab a vise, right, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to clamp this thing into my machine tool. Mm -hmm. Well, I want to grab, like, I want as much surface area holding this thing down so it doesn't move, right? Sure. Because if it moves, bad things happen. Yeah, that's why you build the tool to hold the thing. Well, if I don't know that because I haven't done this before, I don't know, maybe I just put a couple of one-inch little grippers on the side and I go, yeah, I got it. I squeezed it down tight.
2: Yeah, but there's too many moments of torque available.
0: You and I understand that because we took a little bit of physics.
2: Dynamics, yeah.
0: Mastercam doesn't necessarily care how you squeeze. So my question is, without that knowledge So of it isn't over-automated. Uh...
2: <laughs> Fair in that example, the design it's not.
1: process has been. I think that's where the differentiation is: design versus for manufacturing, right? Yeah, sure. but, but they,
2: the 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 human being still is the piece that makes the makes the two, you know, the raw material with the desired output material uh, apart. Correct, actually happen because again, we're just talking about tools. We got a software tool, we got a hardware tool. Yep, but now you need a, you need a human being in between
0: there. For now, mm-hmm. and and now we fast forward and we say, okay. The really, really smart machine tool guys have all retired because they're seventy no, years they old. No, they haven't.
2: No, they're going to. CPM has this wicked dude. Kurt is his boss. I got to remember his name. It'll. He come did a you. great job. Fair. They, they
0: have great people out there. So, so there are a few people, but if you go look through the,
2: this is our audience, man. They don't limit us to few. There no, are no, no, a great no. many. There are folks running machine centers. Put
1: great many of the tens or the hundreds. So <laughs> there, there are All great many. We could have more.
0: Yeah. We should have more. Correct. We need to educate more. Correct. And I would say we're going to lose thirty percent of the existing good people, the good many, in the next five years. No, I think they stay on. At least,
2: on. I think they stay on. Or they're do- dead. No exoskeletons, <laughs> man. Have you seen these things?
0: That that's not even the problem.
2: I have seen them by they're the way. Beautiful. Can we have?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Pretty
2: cool. Yeah, it's like the next generation of a wheelchair. So my first, I think people are gonna be living longer. We just got to get that brain dementia thing figured out. I'm still quitting. <laughs> Sixty years
0: old. I'm out. I'm not doing this 16? anymore. I think so. Oh, that's a low target. Wow. Well, Should be more. Aggressive.
1: I wonder how you got to that number.
0: I have no idea. Just a swag. But I <laughs> will What's say, Which your stretch goal? <laughs> <laughs> next year.
2: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's aggressive. <statistical>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it,
0: it's. It, I, I think we're we're losing those people. And welding's another one, right? So I see all these people on uh, LinkedIn that go, "Hey, I've got this software, and it it told the robot how to weld." Are we sure? Are we gonna are we gonna put that thing up against an X? Are we convinced that that's a structurally
2: fail, I mean, Lexus leads the game and JD Power and Associates quality awards and. In right. April, they recalled over four thousand vehicles right. because of a weld. Willing to bet, it wasn't Joe Dumas who uh, put the old weld down. Uh, Agree. It was a Ascal robot, I'm guessing, or somebody. Pick pick a robot; it yeah. doesn't
0: matter yeah. who's. They're all. same. it they wasn't all the robot's the fault.
2: The robot did a great job, but no. to your point, it wasn't right. over automated. It was under automated.
0: Well, I guess that's a different angle to look at the same
2: statement. Well, if it was yes. over automated, would there be like a visual confirmation that the weld actually made the full penetration or it, what's it, the what's the proper unit of measure or term? Penetration. Penetration. Yeah. Thank you.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a percentage typically or a depth. Um it, it And my thought was, hey, it's too easy to just make it work. Therefore, it's over automated because now you don't have to think about how to put the bead down or how to cut chips, right? You just you hit the go button and everything looks like it's going to go, right? Like it moves.
2: Well, and, and who knows? The Lexus might've passed a visual uh, quality have. test. Mm-hmm. Could have. Right? Could have. Within, then you could say it was over automated because we didn't have enough people involved. No. Totally. Totally. So anyway. Flip um, it either way.
1: Well, I think to your point, you can debate over or under, or is that the scales are sliding? To your point, the design softwares in many realms from welding to panel design are evolving and changing, right? Think of all the software we use today just at home, Sure. right? Or the apps we're using, everything is going to that platform, which opens it up to a larger audience. But then to Justin's point, now that scale on the actual physical manufacturing side doesn't have quite the same focus. So you could say over or under manufacturing, but we focused on making this design software I'm going to use air quotes, easy to lay out this propeller yeah. without then taking into consideration did training have to change education, awareness for the person physically clamping down the metal, lining up the start, and, you know, and then... And, and because
2: the, they haven't taught Siri how to run a cam machine or cam software yet. I mean, once <laughs> Siri figures it out, like... Yeah, but did you ever see
0: the uh, the AI that they tried to train to play, like, uh, a race car game on the computer?
2: No, but I have played an Omron robot in ping pong. Did you beat it? No. Why I'm not? not? Cuss, dude. It's not even fair. <laughs> a, I'm not that good. B, I was in Germany. T-Mobile could have figured it out.
0: Who? Timo mobile Who's that? Isn't that the guy
2: that beat the Kuka robot? Well, great. So you know the person who has the the gold medal and you just insinuated that I knew who has the gold medal against the well, robot. Well, yeah, obviously. Home. Yeah, I understand. I think it's because I'm not in college anymore. That's <laughs> what the, I'd like to think their, it their is.
1: What's reflex speed? Is that what we're...
2: Yeah, and, and, they, and that's the other thing. Good point, Sarah. <laughs> they, they admitted like we have this thing low.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, like we,
2: could go, we could go full, you know, I don't know. I, I'm saying this in a positive manner. We could go full China, Chinese on you right now. And it just could, It'd make Forrest yeah, Gump the, look the, like a ween.o Oh, the here speed. we go. He's oh, a at,
0: legend in table tennis. He's only 32 years old.
2: Wow, he's good looking, too, with that paddle. Yeah. Wow, he can make that ball dance.
0: Here, but here, look at it. He's going to yeah, so play against Yeah, so that's the
2: robot that I want to have a CNC machine on.
0: Yeah, so... The challenge with machining with a robot is all the dynamic forces. Um, Wow, we should put this in the show notes.
2: So, we're watching a six axis robot play the world champion ping pong player, and he is dishing like gnarly ins and outs. Oh, it's
0: scored! It's scored. Look at the chalk. What do they play to? That's dramatic. I have no idea. The
1: video is done very, very well. Yeah, like he's there's... not sponsored
0: by Gillette, but he's good at what he does. <sighs> I right? can, I can save this here. Let me uh, copy
2: link. So I don't think that's over automation. I think that's the the football. I think that's just a better way to train. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, that's just improvement. That's enhancing your life. I think if you did that. I think if you automated that into the baseball field. Baseball. Yeah. But
0: then what would be, be, you
2: can't automate baseball. Yeah, you can. You could put that KUKA robot on a damn Amazon AMR, and yeah. you can put nine of them out there and increase the torque, change the tire spec, give it a little bit of, you know. Oh, there are like robots. soccer And then we soccer can go and catch the ball, and yeah, I just yeah. play batting practice against nine robots. Yeah, but what's the point of that? Then? It's over automation. Wow. Again, another positive. That's,
1: that's not a positive. That's <laughs> terrible. 2,200
2: billionaires, at least, in the world right now.
1: And I'm not one of them, in case we're counting, right? Yeah, For yeah. sure.
2: <laughs> For sure. I think I have that number right, wrong. I think it's under. I think it's technically 2,700. But anyway, there's there's Plus over 2,000 people with over a billion dollars, some of them with multiples. Hmm. And what are they doing with that money?
0: I mean, they could build a stadium and play baseball against AMRs.
2: Correct. Okay. Or if you want to like shoot for the stars, I think you take what we did with James Webb telescope, right? Talk about, sure. you could make an argument over automated, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. I mean, we had to have everything work. There are over 320 single points of failure on that satellite. Okay? Yep. And it had to operate perfectly. Talk about automation. Uh-huh. At a million miles from Earth. Meaning, we're not sending out You name your favorite astronaut to go fix this one, right? So I say that thing costs 10 billion bucks, right? Allegedly is what we paid for it. Sure. Well spent, right? Think of how many satellites we could have built if we wouldn't have gone to Afghanistan, but I digress. Point is, if you're a billionaire right now, why aren't you grabbing one of your other billionaire friends and going, hey, you want to go have these on a satellite? Mm -hmm. We'll put it out there at the Lagrange point because we already know how to do this now but we'll build it not as an IR. We'll build some kind of optical thing that'll just straight up go, we're going to look at the top thousand planets and we're going to show there's life out there because that would change everything, right? Just the knowledge. Like we have all the probability and statistics that says there is, but that's the level of automation I think is the, like that's the, pinnacle right think of all the automation that happened to get web operational sure you had all the tools that made all the stuff you had that crazy Mm -hmm. vacuum room down in is it alabama right and then you had this rocket that shot out of Mm -hmm. basically the equator yeah and on christmas day and popped that baby up there and then slowly just Mm mm-hmm but that's what I think billionaires mean to be spending their money on. And for whatever audience we hit. Ten billion dollar cameras. Yes. Yes, that's what I'm saying.
0: I would I I'm I would still vote for baseball versus the camera.
2: Base, you and I could do the baseball thing in a Kickstarter.
0: We could probably write a script and get YouTube to pay for it. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a field across the street. Yeah. Don't let us borrow it. Yeah.
2: The most expensive part. Is the AMR the robot power station? Yeah, probably. You just put an inductive charger that's a meter square at every station in the field, and then the battery only has to last in between each pitch. Sure, sure. right. Uh, mm. You could put capacitors in there, and he could make the com- the robot could respond. <laughs> Why don't you just solar power them? Well, the solar power sure, but it doesn't have enough juice. That's no, why. it's it's not fast enough.
0: Speaking of load cells, let's take a fifteen-second break, and then we're gonna hear Sarah's uh, story of doom. This episode's brought to you by Newton's Ninja. Do you work with load cells, pressure transducers? Newton's Ninja is a simple and nimble force verification system, weighing in at less than twenty-five pounds. Newton's Ninja enables users to calibrate load cells and compression and tension up to 5,000 pounds of force. Each Newton Ninja's kit includes a reference load cell and a digital indicator, each with a NIST traceable certificate. Head over to newtonsninja.com. Use the code ADVOCATES to get a $300 discount on any of the three sizes of Newton's Ninja kits. That's newtonsninja.com. Yeah. You can Welcome go. Back. I think there should is be, right I think there
2: should be like a trigger warning in front of this story. <laughs> Another reason why I railroaded today's show. Cause I was trying to kill time before we got to this one. Oh, mm. again, it's the, my least favorite thing in the whole world.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, it really people? is. Yeah.
2: No, not people. <laughs> cell phone stores, cell phone stores.
1: <laughs> so cell phone stores to set the story. Uh, my son was on vacation and uh, I don't having, think we need to give specifics. No, no, Just no, but you he lost his reload. phone yeah. in a body of water. Yeah. Okay, so phone is lost, never to be found. Earth. It's coming right? after you. Okay, so found, the, found a replacement phone, refurbished, unlocked, woohoo, all excited. Then comes down to the SIM card. Need a new SIM card. So, like you were commenting earlier, logged into my account online to figure out how to replace the SIM card. And it asks you two questions. Was your phone lost or stolen? Well, i was lost. And then I get the next pop-up screen that says you must either go to a store or call this eight hundred number. Fantastic. I live 2.2 miles from a store, drove to the store. And I think we're just, and we're talking about things that are over or under automated. I walked into the store and I said, uh, I need a replacement SIM card. And they pull up my account and say, well, we can't give you one. Your service has been suspended. I said, yes, because I reported it lost. I am here now to re Zoom service, right? To reactivate it and get the card. And this lovely young lady looked at me and she says, well, I don't know how to do that or I can't do that for you. Okay. I, I think
2: she didn't want to.
1: Yeah. And I went, okay. Okay so what am I supposed to do? And she's like, well, I can give you a brand new SIM card to a brand new number and activate a phone for you. And I said, well, then that's an activation fee for a new number.
2: And that's why she, that's why I made my comment. Yeah. She's incentivized to make those activations.
1: And I said, no, thank you. I like to keep the same number with like a replacement SIM card. And she goes, well, I can't do that. And I think when you are railroading in the beginning as a parent and repeating yourself, Hey, did you unload the dishwasher? I had to repeat myself again. (laughs) Yes, I understand that my service has been paused. Can you please resume it? And she's like, I can't. Well, I said, well, neither can I. Based on the instructions, when I logged into my account, it said, come to the store or call it at 100. What should I do? And she just kind of looked at me and shrugged her shoulders just as you did. Taking a very deep breath... <laughs> I pulled out my cell phone and dialed the 800 number for her and put it on speakerphone. It's amazing. We had to go through the entire menu structure. We had to wait, what, the 15 minutes for our next available agent.
2: Quick aside, how many operators working in 1988 to like 1998 thought they were going to keep their job? You know, the lady who actually yeah. you actually said, oh, let me transfer you. Like, how many right. people, that was their job? I mean, come on. Right now You know they're getting rid of that. That's getting automated ASAP, right? Now it's yeah. like a dollar. Mm. Anyway, phone yeah. trees.
1: Phone trees. Well, and then the representative, right? There's a commercial now trying to get to human through the phone oh, tree. Oh, yeah. It's that time. was so much fun. You've got a captive audience. Right? And I just sat myself down. And then um, AT&T phone tech support gets on. And how may I help you? And I had to give again for like the third or fourth time what the situation was and the lady on the phone says why yes click your service is now active is there anything else S- they can do for strange. you today and I said yes can you please stay on the line so that AT&T store can validate what AT&T phone did
2: that's an experienced consumer right there folks
1: so then AT&T store went oh look your service has been reactivated I can now get your replacement SIM card. And it was like every muscle I had to continue to breathe and smile and say, why, thank you. And then I magically got the SIM card. We put it in the replacement phone and voila, we now have service. But to your point, it's like, if I could have done this online and just ordered it and then picked it up in the store or had it mailed to me, that would have been fantastic but I went to the store because that was the option. Yeah, so it's it a- should
2: be it should be <laughs> as easy to get a replacement SIM card as it is to get a replacement Amex card. Right. I mean, that's a statement of privilege there. But okay, any credit card. Like, you tell you call the bank and be like, "Hey, man, I'm in Uruguay. Uh, I just uh, lost my car down a uh, sewer. Yeah, I had a rough night last night. Everything's cool. I need a card. I'm at the hotel here. Can you need to throw it up?" to me? And they're like, yeah, we'll have it there tomorrow. I'm like, cool. Right? In Uruguay.
1: Right? Of all the places. But yeah, this was...
2: Maybe it's tomorrow. But it can be done.
1: It can be done, but it was frustrating because the web app login only took you so far. But then they removed their privileges from the store. Because
0: they automated it.
1: Because they automated it. So we had to call tech support. I think well,
2: this is under automation.
1: Right? But if that was the case, why didn't you just make the only option to be call?
2: Maybe if you were at a proper store and they had um, <laughs> Tina, was your service agent, and underneath it, it said she's been there since, you know. I'm willing to bet Tina hadn't been there. She, her, her year was this year.
1: Yes, and there were. Yes, I, I would tell the, um, we were the only consumers in the store. So why don't you was- just
2: call the place up front and just be like, hey, man.
1: Because I didn't want them to mail it to me and I had to wait what three, say, five hey, seven I'll, go, days.
2: I'll go to Coon Rapids and pick one up. Can you make sure everything's yeah. good to go? No. They can't. Because oh, they've right.
0: automated it. That's right. I'm yeah. Saying. You so, can't do it that way. That ha- was- and, and that's maybe part of the bigger problem is all of this stuff is we've made systems and processes. And you have to follow A, then B, then C, then D. But they're good
2: for 80% of the time, right? I mean, that's what people are
1: screaming right now on the other side
2: of this phone.
1: Correct. But I couldn't be the only one, even that day, that needed a replacement card. Like, phones can be lost or stolen. But it was, to your point trying my best not to lose my patience and then having to introduce AT&T phone to AT&T store and have them talk to each other on a conference call right or speaker Yeah, phone but, I mean,
2: so <laughs> to resolve I resolve my yeah, issue. I'm a long-time Verizon dude and they just do that in front of me all the time. But I will say this similar thing Maybe you happened, just had a, you know, a, a, an underexperienced human being. Yes. So
0: this happened to me... I was coming back from San Francisco in December, I think it was. And I'm sitting here hanging out. Life is good. And we get somewhere over the Dakotas and they go, yeah, so we're not landing in Minneapolis tonight. We need to go put down in Denver.
1: Snowstorm. It's huge snowstorm. Storm. Shut down Minneapolis. In Sioux Falls.
2: Or, okay. okay so, so, so we land in
0: Denver and it's 11 p.m. Sweet. Not a big deal. No. So...
2: There's a Marriott down the road.
0: fair. But I having a similar experience before, I knew that this was going to be a production. But the fact that this has happened to me twice in the last five years tell me there should be a process, this should be automatic, and it should just happen. So I get off the plane, or before I get off the plane, and I talk to the gal, and I said, Hey, what, what do we do about tomorrow morning? She's like, What do you mean? I said, Well,
2: I still need to get to Minneapolis.
0: And, and I'm going to leave the airport and go sleep at said Marriott. Um, it was Gaylord, by the way. It's a beautiful property in Denver. Yeah, and uh, and so she's like, "Well, what do you mean?" I said, "They're not going to let me in TSA because my flight says I left San Francisco, not Denver, to get to Minneapolis." She
2: didn't know that. No,
0: she didn't think that I needed a new ticket. No, she did. One hundred percent sure. Mm-hmm. And so I am sitting has there. Been going this
1: on is for a lesson ages. we learned coming. Yeah, yeah. Lessons learned traveling. Yeah.
0: So, long story short, were you flying with low rent airlines? Delta.
1: What?
0: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, hey, so, so here's exactly what's gonna happen. And so I I met a traveler that was sitting next to me on the front of this airplane. So we go to the same hotel, and she's on the phone with the diamond desk, and gets us booked on another flight, and the same flight. So we have two tickets now, effectively. So at that point, I'm like, okay, well, I know we can get through security because we have a ticket that says Denver to Minneapolis, and then once we get through, we'll sort it out. But I can tell you there was another 140 or so odd people because oh. the... Pro- oh, yes. yeah,
1: Can't TSA oh, get a text yes.
0: message
2: at night no. and say, hey, no. heads up every morning, you every have, in the morning tomorrow you is going to have a ticket from San Francisco. No. The no. only way to do come it... Come on. That's in the flight manifest.
1: <laughs> um, Delta has to reissue a ticket, departure city to arrival city or final city, or you have to sleep at the gate and then never go out of TSA and come back, right? You, Again, you, but they're giving we've me a free automated hotel.
2: It. I think they gave you a free hotel, right? And like uh, a food stipend? They would have,
0: but I didn't want to stand in line for an hour while they were trying to figure out how to issue one. So I just said, forget it. I'm out.
2: Oh, come on. It should just be waiting for you when you walk off the plane. But it's not. Well, it um, is for the people that flew the plane. They didn't sleep in the
1: airport. airport? <laughs> Thank you,
2: Sarah. But maybe <laughs> I can see you're like trying
1: to, yeah. Um but, yeah. Come on. Really? Yeah.
2: oh I yeah. I know somebody pretty high up. Jessica over at Delta Airlines. We went to school together. I'll have to see if she knows about this. Mm-hmm. Why isn't that automated? So, anyway. Interesting story. That would story. save us so much money. You could justify that lickety split. Because that's dead money, right? It's not like yeah. you had somebody just sitting there in Denver going, Oh, man. I wish a plane would land so I could just work for the next two and a half hours with really upset anxious people.
0: Totally. Mm-hmm. 100%. Well. So, anyway. It's, I mean, customer but,
2: satisfaction, what's that worth? But
0: it comes full circle back to the phone story of, like, we took all of the buttons and levers away from the kids at the store because we know we're going to churn through them in 30 days. So we've automated everything.
2: How much more do you think the phone operator get at AT&T gets paid versus the store operator?
0: Not enough.
2: You think the phone operator gets more, though?
0: 10%? Yeah, Maybe 20%. You think turnover is higher in the triple. store, though? Mm-hmm. Oh, guaranteed. Guarantee. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, and the phone operator, so I do have a relative that um, an aunt of mine um, manages one of, like, the service centers for For other phones. parts of the
2: country, it's their aunt.
1: Yeah. It's <laughs> my, my aunt. But to your point, because of how they're metriced, like, a store person is dependent upon those that walk in the store versus if I'm phone support, I can do how many calls a day times how many, how many. So I, I can see where like you said, how some of that would be different. But to your point, it's like, okay, where are we now focusing the automation on? And then what areas did we forget in return? We focus yeah, on design software, manufacturing. It comes back to yeah. TCO every time though,
2: right? Total it cost does. of ownership. It does. I mean, that was part of the text message string in preparation for today's episode was like, you know, there's the aspect of the ROI of it. So, but I just can't imagine in the, in the Garski flight, you know, scenario... Mm-hmm. Why that? I'm sure they're working on that, right? I mean, I mean, sure, maybe it doesn't work you'd in a non-hub so. airport, but Delta is a Denver is a Delta hub airport. I mean, you'd think it would be
0: automatic. And again, it's happened more than once, which means yeah, it
2: shouldn't be even dependent on the airport. I mean, they have Correct. all those hotels there.
0: It, I mean, it should have been automatic. You're right. So
2: is the expectation that because you landed. You're just going to sleep in the airport?
0: Well, no. They were issuing coupons or, or certificates to people, but the line was crazy long. Because it's and one was person like,
1: for the entire plane yeah. to process all the food and hotel vouchers. Again,
2: because they just have one person Correct. who sits there at Correct. the airport. I hope a plane has to land
1: so then you have so to. Like, I
2: can work with so now grumpy you, people. So the right. plane lands. And there's no kiosk. There's no right. kiosk.
1: So you have there to wait. There used to be. Remember there that? To, yep. There was
2: a heartbeat where they were yeah. there. And then yep. there was that special phone. Bank, yes, that area. you can go over to the phone. in yeah. the MSP. At uh-huh. least in MSP, they had little alcoves with like yeah. 10 phones. You're like, yeah. wow.
1: So you wait in the line. And so the game you've played in the past is, well, if you call the number while you're waiting in line, we'll see who gets to me first. The person at the desk physically. Correct. Or the phone that person. That was a race you used to do Yeah, race time. you do. And then you're like, okay, now does my luggage... Him off the plane, well, what claim baggage is my luggage at? But now to get my luggage to to be able to brush my teeth, I I have to go out of security. Well, you're going to fly the same plane in the morning, right? So. Maybe. If I sleep, but here's the other problem. If I sleep at the gate, my luggage now goes to lost luggage because I had to go out of security to baggage claim to get it. Or it goes over there. They won't automatically put it (laughs) on my flight. You know what I think the problem is?
2: I think the problem is. (laughs) We as a species have focused too much money on cancer and not enough on this problem because this could be <laughs> solved. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Well, and, and I think this should th- be easy to solve.
1: Yep. And then you—I mean—it doesn't make any sense. Like
2: you have the manifest. You've already sold you me re-issue. your. You've sold me your credit card. Like you have my—you have my credit card and you have my uh, my points number. You and, know. You know what how, how what my size is because you have my luggage. Yeah. But, I mean, come but on. why
1: couldn't they in the app that I use to get the cute little boarding pass to scan? Why didn't you just reissue Issue me? me? a new one. Here's your new a, ticket, new boarding pass. And, and, oh, electronically.
2: You, by the way, have you used them have you used the Marriott app on your phone to replace the key card? So there's a, there's really a version of the universe where this is not a problem. And you land oh, yeah, because it becomes and you get the key a key notification yeah, that it. just says, "Hey, Sorry about the uh, snowstorm. Yeah, mm-hmm. here's your here's your boarding pass for tomorrow. Here's your uh, airplane. Yeah, all right. So here's here's
0: your room. Right, and it's your key room number and the key card. Bang. Well, and here's and your new boarding down. pass for tomorrow.
1: And Cut. and the best part is they had to call ahead to the Denver airport to get an ability to land, so they yeah. had time. 100 oh, percent. Like so, there was time. it was forty minutes. minutes.
0: Yeah. It was forty minutes to get back oh, to, to
2: Denver. To take that right? Oh, oh yeah,
1: yeah. Because yeah. yeah, like yeah.
2: We, we were well on our way to Minneapolis. So you just kind of <laughs> paroeted over Sioux Falls and mm-hmm. of, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah. But yeah. So again, it the about over the, the unders minutes, Sioux Falls
2: to Denver, I think.
1: But yeah. Wow. It was the over under of like you said the automation where the focus was, and then how did we forget about the other piece? Yeah,
2: that's where scope creep would have been beneficial. Well, and, and it also
0: makes me wonder too, and, and I used to work for a guy and this
1: burned my ass
0: every time. Hey, does the machine weld yet? Does it weld yet? Does it weld yet? Does it weld yet? The last thing on the list of things that I worry about is whether or not this thing draws an arc.
2: Yeah, because it's designed to do that. Right. It's whether or not it does it in the proper envelope, but it's safe and... and you know, does a, Yeah, a does manner.
0: everything else work? Does it yeah. validate that the gas is on? Correct. Does it? Does the safety system work? Yeah.
2: You do realize like,
0: this could just blow up. Right. All, all of the above. <laughs> yeah. And And I think that's where, again, and this is true, I've seen this with cobots too, right? Cobots are really easy to teach points. Like I can go from here, and I was just talking to a guy today, and he confirmed this. He goes... Yeah, I can make it go from here over a foot and stop and come back. But if I need to do something I do with any other robot controller on the face of the earth, it takes all of the hoops, all of the challenges, because we've taken all that expertise out.
2: Well, sure, but uh, why did the plane take off in the first place? Weather changes,
0: man. I don't know.
2: I mean, what year was this?
0: 2021. So there's December.
2: There's like... 45 Doppler radar towers between SFO and MSP.
1: On-time yeah. departures, man. Nailed it. We're <laughs> up. Wheels up. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, the metrics, metrics, metrics. Yeah, the metrics. The metrics didn't track if you landed. It was just did you take off.
0: Yeah. We automated the metrics too, man. Got to get them wheels up.
1: You push know, push back
0: from the gate. Doesn't matter if we're going to sit on the runway for 4 hours. You push back, we're up. We're good.
1: I oh, did is my that job. What it counts?
0: As soon as you push back, once they detach and shut the door. And you're done. You have now taken off. You are in flight. Wow. Hope you like your peanuts. So does that mean the
2: mile calculation is from the furthest runway to the furthest (laughs) gate? Or is it it the nearest nearest? No, it's just dollars. It's dollars? That's just a number for dollars? It's a fake currency?
0: I, I believe so. It's h- however much you spent on your ticket, that's how many points you're going to get.
2: Yeah, I'm aware.
0: So and it doesn't if, and, matter. But
2: there's a special multiplier if you have special status.
0: Yeah, you get a little extra on top. Yeah. Same thing at, uh, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, and that's what is true. your
1: status there, Mr. Mister? It, it doesn't I matter.
0: I do spend a little bit of time in hotels and airplanes. This is a fact. Yeah. Um, <laughs> could all change
2: tomorrow, though, and you could just be living on a boat. Or was it 12 months? Excuse me. Yeah, 12 stretch months. Goal.
0: I'll retire. Yeah, stretch goal. Yeah, stretch goal. I figure if we come up with a really... Or,
2: and this is... <laughs> wow, he interrupted himself.
0: <laughs> if our ad revenue for this killer of a podcast just skyrockets, anything
2: could happen. Man, I wish I had that, enough money to license skyrockets in flight right there. <laughs>
0: I'd push one of these other sound buttons, but I'm not sure what they do. So
2: I'm not going to. So, so I, I really.
0: So, if we over automated, that's the question. I don't think we
2: have. I think there's a lot more to come. Do you think we're under? Do you think all these examples are under automation? Well, the only over automated, if I have to be, you know, truthful, I think I'm the only one who came up with an over automated example. All right with the parenting thing, mm-hmm. everything else there's obvious in my opinion it's it's ROI dictated why they eliminated or they didn't allow the scope to go to the point where the human being had to interact with it. There are ways the cam software and the Haas could figure out that, Hey man, you brought in a mat, a, ma- a an aluminum block with, you know, X, Y, Z for mass. And, and these, and we can see that it's this shape And we know that it's only fixed in two points. So, dude, that thing's going to spin. the minute I hit it, you know, I hit it with the tool. So, again, you could automate that. And I'm an idiot. Fair. Mm -hmm. On both accounts. Yes. (laughs) So, so under automated, right? The AT&T example, obviously it's under automated because we're not getting the desirable experience that we wanted out of the web. Right? No,
1: not at all. Right?
2: They, they actually don't want you to call. They want you to go to the store so they can what? upsell you. Big Zen go. Mm-hmm. And the web, they're already upselling you because they're selling the ad revenue off it, so they're making money there. The only place they don't make money is when you call them. Mm. Correct. So again, under automated. The Delta thing, obviously under automated. I mean, we already sure. solved the riddle, sure. but they can't figure it out. And that's fine. Maybe they will. Maybe they'll listen to this. We should have a consulting company and sell time. That's what the ad revenue is on this show. Like yes. If you pay advertisements, you get these ideas. Yes. It's in the fine print at the audio bug. If you listen to the full podcast at the end, it says, all ideas and intellectual property expressed in this podcast are actually ours. I, I think, think Garth Brooks
0: did that with a song one time. Yeah.
2: Really?
1: <laughs>
0: the Secret Verse at the end. Oh, gosh, that guy. <laughs>
1: I feel like we need to, like, update our, you know, our, our closing statement.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that would be hilarious. You could do it on this one. But so, in my opinion, like, over-automated is you actually paid to go where nobody's gone before. I guess you could make an argument that the web telescope isn't even over-automation. It was actually done
1: mm-hmm.
2: exceptionally well. hmm Right? Bravo. Those images are really cool, by the way. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out or learn how they do those <laughs> cuz it's just it's not like it just prints out like a, you know, like an iPhone photo. What do you mean? Well, you can't like it's not like uh they're downloading an image. They have to it's infrared, dude.
0: Yeah, you can see that with a
2: sensor. Sure, but you can't put a sensor on a on your wall and frame it.
1: I can smell smoke on both sides right now, (laughs) and uh,
2: (laughs) like that's why everybody says that's why you said the picture is cool.
0: Yeah, because I can see what they translated for me. Yeah, they digested it for you. Well, so that's that's how a lot of night bird. Okay, and NASA
2: is the mama bird.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just like a night vision scope. Like they make a version of my fancy flashlight here that is infrared. And then if you shine that at something and you have an infrared scope to grayscale scope, yeah, it converts it to grayscale for you. Yeah, it might be able to do. Co- Maybe they're just doing color on the web. I
2: don't yeah. know. I've dude. got one on my HK417. I don't have one. Maybe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you but could then have you one. know you could. Yeah. So I, I mean,
2: you. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm not a satellite expert. No, I'm reading about it, and I'm, I'm, I'm too dumb to explain it, so I'm not even going to try. But it, it's, it's fascinating to understand that, hey, we're, we're, we're collecting mm-hmm. on a 21-foot mirror with a tennis court for a heat shield a million miles from here. We're collecting all these IR signals. Yeah. And we're seeing an unintended benefit as we're seeing planets pass in front of stars. And then we're seeing what's missing. And that's how we're figuring out. We, collectively, the 8 billion of us, are seeing that there's an atmosphere around a planet that has maybe a similar makeup as ours. They haven't told us yet. Oh,
0: so it's like backlighting, Mm -hmm.
2: basically. So I say the billionaires go, okay, we learned from this little IR experience, but how do you get me 4K of... Alpha Centauri. Is that 10 million? 10 billion?
0: So you want an even bigger telephoto lens
2: attached to that thing? I want a different, I think. I don't want an IR camera. I want. Yeah, you want actual light. But then I think you have to take those Kuka robots and you shove them up there in a second second, uh, rocket?
1: To to light it up. No,
2: no, no. No, the Kuka robot has. Effectively a larger version of your ping pong paddle. Yeah. And it has one Think in three dimensions here. So one, like like six of them, right? They yeah. come up. They come out of like a tree out of the second robot. Yeah. And they go and attach themselves. And then the new, uh, who are we going to name this satellite after? <laughs> right. Okay. All right. Uh, the, you know, the, the Jibana satellite, yeah. that's four names at once, goes out there, Right. And it unfolds, and the Kuga robots unfold with it, right? And then they are space garbage defense, <laughs> playing now, ping pong with, with space with, garbage, with right? Yeah, because they already. I mean, got that's sh- gonna happen, well, exactly. And we don't have—we haven't figured out force fields yet, but we've got a Kuga robot, a six-axis. And so, if you built essentially a three-dimensional halo around this new thing, because they already got hit by a rock up there. Out there, For sure. Yeah, they already took it in, but they designed the mirrors that unpacked themselves all origami-like. It's fascinating. Yeah. They already designed the mirrors to take that rocket. Yeah. But if we would have sent six cuckoo robots up there, one for each face...
0: You'd need, like, a cage around it.
2: No, no, no. See, the cuckoo robots allow you to still collect information and then you can block out, mask out the the robot, or have it move out of the way when you're, you know.
0: Yeah, but you said this thing is massive. Yeah, it's huge. So you're gonna need a bigger robot that's ever been built before. Obviously, we're I'm putting
2: it in a million miles. We're putting it at the Lagrange point. I mean, it's not exactly, you know, down the road. Sure.
1: Sure. And, and the best part of this right now for me is watching Charlie. Visualize this for us with the waving of the arms and the demonstration. Yeah, it so it should for,
2: be a YouTube podcast. It, it should be <laughs> for those of you that would be, you know, listening
1: at home. You can just only imagine. Well, I, I mean, it,
2: because I have the, to clean the video my kitchen. Then go. We, we just get a curtain. Yeah, there you go. Um, but you know, a couple eyelets. Okay. You're good. All right. Um, but that that robot. I mean, that is defense, right? Sure. So yeah, imagine matter.
1: a ping pong playing robot. But to, I mean uh, obviously the better idea flex.
2: is to have lasers, but then you don't have you have a power density issue again. But you put a nuke out there. Well, but we're blowing up weeds with lasers, just turn it up to 11. Dude, Carbon Robotics is shipping all the time. That's what I'm saying. How cool we just is that? talked
0: about that a couple weeks ago.
2: Yeah, but they're they're all over my LinkedIn feed, just blasting shipments out. It's great. Good. Yeah. Ship it. I know. I can't wait until they have their sidewalk version. <laughs> I think how clean this country will be. And there won't be any you won't be dropping any uh cancer causing chemicals. Pfft, what fun is that? <laughs> I mean, they had there's a lot of made. money in chemistry. There is. There is. And there's better life through it. I agree. I just you know, I don't need it in my water. Fair?
0: I mean we we live uh up river from some uh interesting places here. So. Dude,
2: it's some fascinating stories about River, uh, exploitation. Yeah.
0: yeah. We don't need to name names because no. that could get us in trouble, but, uh. No, these
2: are all historical facts. Events. Yeah.
0: Well, mm. so Rocky Flats. There's another one. Did I ever make you read that book? No, tell me. Uh, Making a Real Killing, I believe it
2: was called. Okay.
0: So, we built bombs. Yeah. Oh, in Colorado. Uh-huh. Pieces of bombs in Colorado. Sure. And, uh. It's a super fun site, right? So this is all documented, and sure. it, it turns out like you can't just bury uh, plutonium in the back forty. Plutonium? Yeah. No, you can't. Yeah, we did. Allegedly. No, it's documented. The feds raided the place and there's fines and yeah, it was a mess. Wow. Um, Hanford's another super how fun. Many, site.
2: How many? How uh, many? How many kilograms? A lot. Really? I mean, oh yeah. Enough yeah. to have um, dire consequences. Uh, well, not in the middle of the mountain desert thing. Yeah, but talk about decision making that could have been automated. Like, <laughs> how is that even allowed?
1: Where was that risk assessment flow chart?
2: Yeah. Where's the <laughs> Geiger counter at the door? Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: hey, and this ain't
0: happening. Shut the door. Lock it. So they rated it in 1989.
2: Huh.
0: And since then, uh, as we started cleaning up, we have uh, treated, decommissioned and demolished 800 structures. Twenty one tons of weapon grade material, one point three million cubic meters of waste. Weapon
2: grade plutonium material? Or just like, oh, there's C four in there too. No no no. I'm I'm fairly certain. How many tons? Twenty one. Pretty sure that twenty one tons right now, weapons grade level could actually be powering everybody and we wouldn't have these rolling blackouts. And you wouldn't have to worry about emissions, but I digress. And then 16 million gallons of water
0: that we've treated. Um, so yeah, it's a real big mess. How do they do that? How Automation. Do they, man. How do they treat the water though? Uh, so we're gonna have Keith Jacobs come on at one point here coming up um, to he talk about nuclear wastewater. Nobody's treating other heavy metals coming out of water by mm-hmm. running it over electrified plates and then it like. Slurps the metal to the side
2: And the mm-hmm. water's clean Nate. Um, mm-hmm. I figured it had to do with power There's a power aspect in there Yeah, somewhere. So I would assume we would start with filters Because then heavy then heavy Electrons, atoms, whatever They're mm-hmm. easier to manipulate Than mm-hmm. the, the, the light ones, right? That's mm-hmm. why we have a carbon dioxide problem Maybe Well they contained Chernobyl to I'm an not extent. a
0: chemistry guy I'm a robot guy It's true You've
2: Maybe never no. pretended to be a chemistry guy
0: no. I'd love to know more about chemistry, but I am not a chemistry guy.
2: Download that. There's an automation point that needs to be yes. auto- over automated. Learning. That? Yeah. Give me a USB stick for a pinky man. Just click. The matrix. Just Yeah. Yeah. Isn't I mean where's I Elon know Kung on that? Fu. Yeah. Isn't Elon
1: working on that? I wouldn't be surprised. There's a there's a
2: brain he had like monkeys on a on a on a Webex a couple months ago. I
0: saw the other day, they're going to launch an android, like a, a humanoid robot, I think I saw. Yeah, that's because you can't hire
2: anybody. Shocking. Weird. What are they all doing, though?
0: I don't know, but seemingly Eight people. exoskeletons weren't the answer, Charlie. Look at that callback.
2: I think they are. Why'd it go but, all the way? But exoskeletons are, because then you can have the baby boomers work until they're 80. I don't think they want to work. I was gonna say that's
0: my dad retired this year, and I think he's quite happy being retired. He's doing all right. He's uh, could got some exoskeleton help him out though? Uh, no, really? Uh, well, so they think they hit a a nerve with one of the screws they shot in his back. Sure, you don't Um, have to get personal. I just want to know
2: could he could he fix himself with an exoskeleton? Uh... I'm talking like about miniature got, version of what's in Matrix 2. No, no, I know. So like my grandma
0: worked until she was, I think, like eighty-five. Yeah. Um it's doing blood for you. home health care. So sure. she would go like help people bathe that yeah. were younger than her. Mm-hmm. And Good then place like, for an exoskeleton. Yeah. Bingo. So so that's where I'm going. Like, could there be something where it, it definitely would help? Shit yeah. Without a doubt. Um, yeah. And I've got to try them at trade shows, right? Mm-hmm. So Kamau, Kamau has their theirs. mate, I think it's called. Yep. Um, you put it on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I put it on. Did, yeah, did some lifting on some stuff. It's cool. Um, and Is there I mean, like a
2: squat rack right there, or what?
0: <laughs> no, because it's all upper back, right? So it's all. It's not, but it's more like what's I the can power have to,
2: source. It's
0: so it seems to be all springs and clutches. Mm-hmm. It's not powered.
2: Oh.
1: It was more like assist if I had to move a box from this surface to that surface, like upper arm movement while standing. It was that kind of assist. Yeah. For their demo, yeah, yeah. they had at the show. For what they're showing. Now
0: I've done remote, teleremote, uh, master slave manipulators before.
2: Explain that a little bit more for the guy down the street. So
0: let's just suppose you need to move something in a really nasty environment,
2: like a nuclear facility.
0: Or nerve gas, or maybe it's just a shitty freezer and it's really cold out and you don't want to get hypothermia. I don't care. Hog plants. Hog plants would be another great example. So I can sit wherever and I have, it's like a surgical robot. Sure. So I have a joystick that I can hang on to. And as I move things, I feel what the object that I'm moving feels. So I can, like if I take this arm... And I bump it into something. The joystick fights me as a force feedback and says, "Hey, dum dum, you bumped into
2: something." Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then at the dude, time, dude, you're going for his pancreas, not his large intestine. Correct. Yeah.
0: And at the time, we were using it to lift heavy things, and when you went to go grab something that was fifty pounds, it still weighed fifty pounds, and you felt it, right? So you could go to the little screen and say, "You felt it remotely." Yeah, because the you would feedback. grab on, and the force feedback it felt kind of like, you were like when I'm driving pounds. my Porsche and Forza. I could exactly feel that, like that. that
2: alleged G through the, mm-hmm. the shock remote. Yes. Okay.
0: But then you could reach up and go, give me like 50 pounds of anti-gravity.
2: Anti-gravity?
0: Well, whatever. I don't remember what the screen said. But basically you could override 50 pounds so then you were no longer moving Correct. anything. It was
1: super rad.
0: Um, I don't know how we spiraled down to that. The, uh, oh, why do to push because push the envelope.
1: He was pushing the envelope of workforce with the oh, skeletons. Oh, and then the exoskeletons. And, then, and then, you then you went a little left turn. But then we're going to circle it all back and agree that the definitions of over versus under automation I think it's are all
2: financially limited.
1: Sure. Unlimited. Which and, is yeah. like a
2: callback indirectly to episode one or two. ROI. Yeah. The cost of the automation Correct. doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Correct. Mm-hmm. I don't have the... The show notes for all the episodes up in it's front of me. etched in my brain. Good. So that's, I think that's the, the trick. Is um, But so then that, that calculation is always changing, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, price increases this month and next. That's all I know. Well. And I'm predicting, I'm predicting this is, uh, this is mid-July right now. It'll be another round of price increases just in time for Santa Claus.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I like Santa Claus. On that note, so we think maybe we've defined over what I thought was over is really under
2: automation. We the agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think over is is, uh, is putting a V8 in a Miata. Yeah. Like,
0: you can do it. Break them loose, man. Exactly. Break them
2: loose. <laughs> but why?
0: Just put bigger treads on there. You'd be fine. Yeah. Just buy an aerial Atom at that point. We're good. All right. On that note, we're going to show off. Thank you. Good seeing you. And that's a wrap for today. Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed your time with us, please like and subscribe. Keep the letters coming to automationadvocates at gmail.com. Until next time, thanks for listening. The opinions in this show are ours and not representative of our employers. While normally polished, occasionally we might slide off the rails and into the ditch.
1: Forgive us for that one.